six, one, nine. JP. This is Dave. This is Brian. This is Dustin. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 123, as it was told, um, of the <laughs> as <it> was, <laughs> 619 Bearcast. As it was told. As it was told. Wow, it's too bad we're not be... editing anymore. I know. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> it's live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it we'll live. Do it. <laughs> God, Bill O'Reilly. Um, oh, that's right, they play on the Hunt and Howard Stern, don't they? Do they? They do. Yeah. Oh, you've heard it. I don't. No, I heard the, the thing of the Dave, why the is thing? your knob all crooked? This... What? <laughs> okay, to our British listeners, that's a personal it's question. Genetics? What's crazy? I don't know. Not, <laughs> uh, the foam covering oh, on the my microphone. Foam covering, not my knob. I don't know if um, that's technically known as a knob. The sound clips this week, though, have been all coming from that uh, Reese Witherspoon uh, arrest thing. Jeez. What? You didn't oh hear about God. that? Oh, yeah. So her boyfriend was getting a DUI, husband was getting a DUI, and Reese decided that as an American citizen, Mm. she should be able to step out of the automobile and get in the way of the process of the of the husband getting a DUI. Yes. And she pulled a full on, do you know who I am? You're about to know who I am. Oh my god. And she was drunk too. And she ended up getting arrested and was like the best part was when they're they actually have audio of them sitting in the back seat and the husband like telling her oh, like well, you need to shut up because yeah. well I saw the video from the dash cam <laughs> and the husband saying to the cop after they put her in the car like okay that's not a reflection on me please don't let them be a reflection on me or something of that nature in other words right. like okay I know she's being irrational I agree with that I'm with you on that you know so yeah. don't hold it against me I'm she's cooperating there, she's like, I'm an American citizen and I have a right and, and, the, and the cop's like look you're no you're it, not right? I'm a police officer and you, you don't have rights you're obstructing this process but I you know I'm as an American citizen I can do this I know my rights and this is like no you played it's like and I'm in my head I'm like, I'm like you played a lawyer in Legally Blonde but yeah, you are not a lawyer. lawyer and I've always liked her but I have to say like hearing this was really disheartening it's Especially the whole, do you know who I am? Uh, well, tomorrow well, you're going to know who I am because this is going to be news. This is going yeah. to be national news tomorrow. And then to see her on the talk shows the week after, this week. That I haven't seen any of. During her thing, you know, we were over-served. Or we, we, drank, oh, we were over-served. Oh, oh. 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 I said that. That's so my word. Now they're blaming no, her. No, 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 no. She didn't say that. She didn't say that. She said, you know, well, I have law enforcement in my family, and she's like playing all the good girl. Uh, but then you watch that tape, and you're like, "Dude, yeah, you're but you a know, yeah, but you know, what they they you know was, people when they get drunk, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's what she should have said. She should have said, "Look, y'all, I got drunk, I got a little loud, I was inappropriate, I, I said some stupid things. Mm. I own that because right. t- yeah. we've all been drunk before, and we've all said stuff we regret. Yeah, and that's why not just be real and, and not be all like beauty pageant yeah, about right. it? Right. And that's kind of what she was saying, but yeah. it was just like, Boo. I don't know. It sounds like her handlers are telling her she needs. to I don't know, but you watch those things and you just think, gosh, you know. Those thoughts run through her head, like Mel Gibson's arrest. Those thoughts uh, are running through his uh, head. He's not saying it when he sits down at a talk show. He's not saying it on the set of a movie or whatever. But those thoughts are in your head. That 
you, do you know who I am is in her head. Drunk or not, that's in her head. And then you wonder, well, if you were rich and had a lot of money and just were living in that other sort of You'd tier of existence, like, would you and it, pull and that also? And it's not like also? this is the first time. I mean, hello, Zsa Zsa Gabor. Mm. And she didn't know that there was a camera either. She had known right. that there was a camera, I'm sure, no, or something else. Not. By the way, random thing. Did you know that the author of World War Z is Mel Gibson's son? Didn't did know that. Really? Yeah. Take that to the bank. Huh. I just yeah. read that in Entertainment Weekly today. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. So... Anyway, just well, wanted to preach that, that topic okay. to a halt. And, you know, <laughs> How old is his son? Well, I guess he's not Old young. enough to write a book. A really good book, too. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so, JP, it was your birthday. Happy it was birthday. my birthday. Thank you. It was. So you're 44? Sure, that sounds good. 45? Four. You were 42? No. No. Wait, that's right. He's 40, he was 42 he's four years ago. So, no. Really? You're not 47. I'm 47. Yeah, he is. Wait because, a minute, you're older than me? Because I'm one year older than you. I, I know this well, because... Not the, well, yeah, eight months yeah. More than a whatever. year. This, yeah. come up, this has to well, come up like every time yeah. one of us has a birthday. We right. all remind each other how old we are. Really? Yeah. I honestly <laughs> thought you were younger than me. Thank uh, you. You like Thank how you. he's just turning That's the screw? That's funny. <laughs> no, but it's funny because I, I thought doing you were young. No, no. Oh, I thought, like how have I known you? Because remember the Since birthday party we had at um, Sammy's Woodfired Pizza? I was right. 42. That's, I was, that was a surprise birthday. I was the answer to Life, the Universe, and everything. That's yeah. the birthday I remember. Yeah. So I think I just think of you as perpetually being 42. <laughs> Which yeah. is fine. I'm happy with that. I am happy with that. No, it's not fine because that means I'm only two years younger than you. The only reason. The reason I remember that is because <laughs> he turns whatever like forty seven, and then I turned thirty seven. So like we oh. were like exactly. Oh, so this is apart. awesome! So I thought when Vito left that I was the oldest, but no, now, no. but I'm not. Right on. <laughs> All right. Now Vito is well, still the cool. oldest. He's older than that I. That means am, just. So. Well, wait. You and I are tied for Jan. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's Emily, Cindy. Yeah. yeah. How funny. Well, I'll be Peter. You can be Jan. <laughs> I, I, I'm erotic. I'll be Jan. And JP is no, definitely. You would be because Jan would be slightly younger than Peter. Oh, that's right. And I'm slightly older than you. So, wait, well, wait, wait, more than slightly? slightly? More than slightly. Thank okay. You. 46. So I'm what? I don't know. Yeah. But you anyway. you were jerking off when I was watching Romper Room. So Okay. So yeah. then you're more like Bobby and he's like Cindy. And I'm more like Peter. I don't want to be Bobby. I don't like Jesse James. Yeah, and I'm not very good at pool. But he drove around. Pool. Did Bobby win at pool? Yeah, remember when they had the pool table in the garage that Mike's oh, boss right. gave to him? Yeah, it was yeah. like after they'd already jumped the shark. And Mr. Phelps. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking every, of jumping, speaking character, of jumping the shark. Whenever character had their own episode. When all, right. Sorry, so JP was your when, birthday. When all the men had perms. <laughs> yeah. When all the men in the show yeah. had perms, yeah. except oh Bobby. God. Yeah, actually, my birthday week was pretty darn amazing. Um, it was great. They, they took me out to lunch at work. Uh, two departments took me out to lunch, which is super cool. Um, and then we had a really nice dinner at um, El Zarape. El Zarape. Mm-hmm. And then the next day I had a um, I had my quarterly review and I out of a possible three points, I got two point nine seven points on my ah. review. I got an amazing review. Um, quarterly. Yeah, we have a quarterly review. We also mm. get a quarterly bonus, and our bonus is performance-based. Oh. Partly company performance and partly personal performance. Okay. And of a possible amount that I could get, I got 99% of, oh. 99% of it because of my score. Performance. I felt like I was rocking, and it was such a great... And I was nice. on a cloud for the rest of the day, and the weekend was really good. <laughs> I got two things for my birthday. One thing that I really, really wanted, which was a soda stream. If you guys... Have heard of one? And I'm I sure have heard one. I've heard of it. I have heard of it. So you own yeah. one. Mm-hmm. So does do the flavor? Are the you flavors good? Used, I, I used it a lot, and then yeah. I got tired. Well, my thing was I bought it when it was extremely popular a couple of years ago. 
Okay. And then it kind of died out in popularity, so all the flavors kind of disappeared. Oh. So I couldn't find the ones that I wanted anymore, and now it's coming back. I was going to say, they're really heavy selling it, and block, last time I was in a Blockbuster, they had a yeah. whole thing. Yeah, well, the last They've time... They've got it at Target and Walmart. Well, sorry, Best Buy. Well, when, oh. I was, when I first bought it, like Target had a whole row that was dedicated to yeah. the machines and then to the flavors, mm-hmm. like half a row of flavors, like where it was mm-hmm. just all kinds of different ones. And then it went to just the end cap, and then the end cap went to just two rows, and then mm-hmm. it just completely. You can't just buy it all well, online, though. Yeah, but, I you mean, you can, but it's it's. You get to order it on Amazon yeah, or something. I mean, you can, yeah, sure, but I didn't. I didn't feel like dealing with it, so eventually it just sat up on my God. shelf. I did use like Crystal Light and stuff like that, and then added Crystal bubbles Light. to it and mm-hmm. like the so neo flavors. I actually haven't stuff. tried the flavors yet. I've tried flavors on other people's, and they're all kind of like, nah, and most of them have a really as- aspartame kind of you have artificially to get the kind of flavored one. Yeah, but they all hang on, taste kind of gross. But what I've done with it so far, well, I got it for two reasons. One, because I like to make fancy cocktails. And a lot of times that calls for, like, seltzer water. So I've got fresh seltzer water right there that I can make. And the other thing is for, like, sparkling lemonade. So, I, like, I put fresh lemon juice and a little bit of simple syrup in oh. a cup. And then I just pour seltzer on top of it. And it's amazing. It's cool. so good. And I can control how much lemon and how much sugar. And it's really refreshing. So essentially so, you you make the water fizzy and then you yeah. add flavors to it. That's yeah. The, Actually, the and I don't even add the flavors to the water. I'm adding flavors to a cup and I'm putting water on top of it oh. so that I'm keeping the thing clean. And oh. it's really quick and easy to make stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they were very popular in Germany. A lot of people yeah. had them. So They were popular for a long time. And you know what? I'm really pleased. I, I like it. And I may or may not buy flavors and try them, but mm-hmm. I'm really into, you know, sort of experimenting in the kitchen and, and making my own syrups and stuff. Cool. Sounds like fun. So anyway, I'm happy about that. I had a good party. And the second a, thing that you got? An ice crusher. Yes. To crush ice. I heard it. Yes, you did. <laughs> to crush ice. I'm like, why are to you crushing crush ice? Because I can. Because <laughs> it's for fancy cocktails. <laughs> for like Mai Tais and things. Oh, I know. It's very nice. I'm, like, all, like, I'm all into it. You mean like, like, little, like, like a slushy kind of crushing? Like or shaved just, ice? Or? Not shaved. Crushed. So it's big, sort of chunky, crunchy pieces. I'll show you. So like Can't a you buy that in bags? No. So like a margarita? Um, but why would I do that when I can make my own ice cubes and then throw it in and, and do it myself? So like a frozen I margarita yeah. grade of crushed. That's true. Not you mean like make your own syrupy. simple syrup. Why wouldn't grade. you make your I make your my own, own simple syrup. Ice. I make my own <laughs> grenadine. I make my own grenadine. So of course I'm going to make crushed ice. Okay. That's good. That's good to have I like passion. It. I do. I, I, I like fancy cocktails. Um, you also had your, your boyfriend also made you a ridiculously dorky video for your birthday. Yes, oh, yes wow. he did. I have to link it on the page because <laughs> it is it was amazing. And he said something so, to me about it too and I so totally forgot to look it up. Completely dorky, but it's it was very it. sweet. It it's, was extremely it's totally sweet. if you've seen any of the Drew Drogi videos, you know, hello the or Chloe, good evening Chloe America. Oh, I am Toast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He told it has recently come to my attention I like Toast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those videos. He popped videos. up on um what show? How I Met Your Mother or something recently? Yeah. I was yeah, like, but, oh my God, yeah. it's him. Yeah, he was on the show. I don't remember what yeah. it was, though. He's one of the voices on uh, Unicorn Planet. Planet Unicorn? Planet that. Unicorn. Yay. Yeah. He's um, Feathers. Oh, well, he was also in the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I remember exactly who he was. He was also in the... either uh, Feathers, Cadillac, or Tom Cruise. I the the uh, Little House on the Prairie musical that I went and saw in um, Los Angeles that Mark Rowe was in. He oh. played... Um, um, I didn't tell you guys about this? No. Really? Yes. I yeah, did. you told me we that he was in it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he played the Nellie Olsen character. He was am- uh, uh, amazing. Okay. so funny. Yeah, and I think... And apparently he, he likes the bears. He's into oh. bears. Oh, well, hello. Yes. 
apparently he's he does the what is the the Hollywood Squares version that they do, but it's all like drag. That I haven't seen. That sounds awesome, though. Um, yeah, I so, think yeah, Sean Abbey was talking about, about it. That. So it's yeah. absolutely yeah. crazy. Well, this allows, it's the same um, theater company that did this thing called Chico's Angels, mm-hmm. which is yeah. like, yeah, it's supposed to be just and the real Was that. it the real Brady Bunch thing or whatever? Yeah. They did some kind of live Brady Bunch show or yeah. something where they do out an episode. And the cool thing was that they were posting, because they didn't end up getting used Little House in the Prairie as a name. They had to call it something else. But um, Allison Arngrim did go to the show, and so did um, um, Melissa Gilbert. Has she been down here again? Pretty Have cool, you seen huh? her again since that whole Jag? No, was because down? her friend, the guy she was super close friends with, doesn't live in San Diego anymore. Uh, so, I mean, you know, we're still Facebook friends, but I don't uh, think she's going to come and hang out with me anytime soon. Funny. <laughs> coming up. You never know. You never know. So now, did, did you guys had like a, a party because that's why you didn't record last week, right? Right. Correct. Right. So what'd you do? Oh, oh, we um, went to dinner. El Zarape. Yeah, dinner. We, we went to El Zarape. So you went to El Zarape with your coworkers and with your friends? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Oh, 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 that was that. They, uh, they took him to lunch. lunch, and then we went yeah. to El Zarape. Um, right. And then we went back to the house for a cake and um, mm. hanging out and that's about it. I did not, because I had to work. I did not. I did not. I've been thinking of the room. Oh, my God, did I tell you that? That's what I'm going to go do on the 31st? May 31st. Yes. Yeah, Mike is talking about... Where is it? Midnight Room. In Los uh, Angeles with, in- with Tommy Wiseau making a special guest appearance. Get the no. Shut up. I'm Yee. not kidding. I already bought it. I actually, I have tickets to see um, American Idiot that night at the uh, at the Civic that I, I had bought for Aaron and I for, for Christmas. And the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm like... I've already seen it, and I'm, you know, and it's going to think about Aaron going to it or whatever. So tonight, when I ran into my cousin and my uncle, they're like, oh, man, if you go see American Idiot, let me know, because I really want to go. And you can, mm. and I said, um, I can sell you two tickets right now that are orchestra. <laughs> and he's like, really? And I go, yeah, because then I can go. I'm already going to go see um, a band in L.A. on Thursday, and now Yada and I are going to hang out and go to the water park and then go see... The room that night, so awesome. yes. glorious. Yeah. Midnight showing of the room is the that best. popped in my head right. the other day and, too because right. I was going to be walking by the dog and I reached down to pet his head and I go, "Nice doggy," and I thought, "You're my favorite customer." For people who don't know from? what we're talking about, I think we talked about it in the past, but the room is probably like the Horrible best worst movie classic. ever made. Oh. It's you should watch it, but don't watch it by yourself because it'll just hurt you. It'll hurt your brain. But if you watch it with a bunch of people, you can all hurt your brains wonder, together. And okay, so I wonder no. if it really made it around outside of sort of the L.A. area. Mm-hmm. I've heard other people. We were talking about it in, in Vegas, and some and people had seen it. So. Oh, okay. Now, Mike and I have never seen it, and we've been holding off because uh, we wanted to see it with a group of people. And then we were he heard about the midnight shows. Oh, we're totally planning on, okay. on, on, on trying to do that. We just got to find, find some place to stay. After the movie, because I don't want to drive. Yeah, home at 3 stay with um, yeah. Ask, ask Dave and Jason yeah. or something. Yeah, there's tons of people. <gasps> oh so. shit! Really? Wait, uh, <laughs> how long is it showing? Is it showing like every it's Friday? One night only. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. One night only. Well, I'm very Come up. Where are you? I'll be in Florida. So, mate, change well, your plans. Back. I'm changing my plans. <laughs> I'm changing my plans. Change your plans. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I. And I'm, this time I'm bringing forks because our, our plastic forks or spoons or whatever, plastic, plastic utensils. I don't, don't look at me. I have no idea. I only, yeah. only thing I know because about is random, Rocky Horror. There's Scott, random Scott. photographs of plastic utensils in the apartment, and every time you see them, you're supposed to throw handfuls of plastic utensils. Are there really? God. Yeah. I don't remember that. Didn't you go with us Detail. to the Ken Cinema when we saw them in that show? No, I, I saw I saw uh, it at your apartment. That's the only time I've ever oh. seen it. Oh, no. Well, I've seen clips of okay. it on the internet. After that was that. where we're like, there's a part where like it's during the sex scene, and it goes behind one of those cheap fountains, and it gets all blurry, and I'm like, it's so horrible. 
Marvel. It's making the movie cry. Like we were just oh. all because because it was we were just yelling out. Comments. I had no it's idea so they showed funny. that at the can. That's so yeah. One t- one time, and the eight and I told each other, we're like, dude, if this ever happens again, we're going. Yeah. And of course, he's like, hey, I have one more reason for you to think about coming up on the thirty first, and, and that sort of sealed the deal. So, yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad you had a good birthday. Yeah, I did. I did. Um, I'm glad you had fun wherever you were that was not at my birthday. I was in Vegas. (laughs) And and it was Vegas. Vegas is a good excuse to miss JP's birthday. (sighs) Yeah. Mm. It was. Well, you know. Mm. I was having a good time. Yeah. If it makes you feel any better. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was was fun. It was, um, yeah, a lot of, you know, a bunch of people I knew were getting together in Vegas and. Um, it just was a good time reconnecting with people I hadn't seen in a long time and, um, and meeting new people and having a bunch of bears take over a straight, uh, straight karaoke place. And, nice. um, <laughs> what a, it's just crazy weirdness happening. Um, like went out for cocktails and my cousin lives in um, Vegas and she met us out for drinks, which was awesome. She's like a little Vegas party yeah, girl. She brought her little Vegas party girlfriend and mm-hmm. it's just weird. Like all of us were all in there all dressed to the nines and they walk in looking super hot and come up to me and like, everybody's just like, okay, this is random. Why are these party girls <laughs> hanging out with them? You know? And, uh, but it, it was, it was really cool. It's so random because I hang out with her in Vegas and then running into my uncle and my cousin who are his dad and brother tonight at dinner, just randomly. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was cool. And I mean, what it made me think, cause we stayed at, um, at the Aria, which is in the city center, which is the newest part of Vegas, I guess. The last time I was in Vegas, it was a model on a table mm. and now it's there. And, it's like you walk in, and <laughs> it was so amazing. I get up to my room, and I walk in, and it's completely dark. You know, you can't see anything. And then the lights come on automatically, and the curtains open automatically, and then, <laughs> and then music comes on. What? And <laughs> it's like to invite, to like welcome you to the room. Oh my God. It was amazing. Man. And all I could think was like, oh, I have to reset this before Mike gets here because he's got to experience this. <laughs> but yeah, this has like automatic everything and this amazing shower area that has like a huge bathtub built into it and just super cool mm-hmm. it was just neat really fun and i'd forgotten is this a new hotel that just relatively or? well i was there within the last six years five oh, years no yeah, yeah last three or i think four. the only thing newer is i was there two and a half years ago what's right next to it birthday. that's a little bit newer and cosmopolitan cosmopolitan it's all right okay. it all came at the same time cosmopolitan okay. aria and um what's the third one that's there aria and thing are side yeah. by side um Shit, I'm not think of it, but yeah, but they're yeah. they're all super super lucky. The iPad thing for yeah. controlling this stuff. The only bitch was in order to make your music work, like your iPad stuff work with the sound system, you had to buy the interface cable. That's on the, I called shenanigans thing. because it had an audio jack and it yeah. wouldn't work. You have to, you would have had to bring the little the AV, the white red jack from home in order to get it to work in that way. Right. But if you wanted to work the regular way, like an interface with their system, you have to buy their iPod adapter that goes with that brand system they have in the room. That's in a little package on the bar. We just press play on my iPad. I was like, that was good enough. But, uh, yeah, I'd never really done like the full hangout in the pool and get the big fruity drink from the waitresses and stuff. And, I mean, the fruity drinks were like $25 a piece, but they were Oof. glorious. And the fact that you didn't have to move to get them. <laughs> and like on the Sunday, there was like 30 bear dudes like in this huge hot tub. And all the MILFs that would walk by were like, you know, getting in on it. Because they're like, oh, where would all these men come from? What's, you know, what's your guys' story? And yeah, um, yeah so it was neat. Um, but what I was going to ask you guys was like, 
I don't gamble. I don't like it. It makes me feel bad. I don't like losing money. Mm. I did gamble a little bit, and I lost. I lost it all, of course, because it just. I have that Eeyore sort of thing <laughs> going on when it comes to gambling. I just don't. I don't win. I have one. I'm but not I don't a usually huge win. gambler either. Like I'll put like twenty bucks in, and if I'm mm. up, I quit. And I run away. Well, with you just money. don't, just don't gamble. Just don't bring more. Just plan on gambling more than you. What are you looking at? That's so important. Nothing. I'm, I'm just, I'm listening. And Checking Facebook while we're doing this. No, I was looking really? something up, and then I got distracted okay. with doing something else. Oh, sorry, sorry, we're not oh, interesting enough. To well, I'm listening. I'm contributing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I went with somebody who was going to actually plan on gambling a couple grand. Mm-hmm. And that was so much of a like anxiety for me watching them lose because I'm just like it's a thousand oh, it's a thousand what are you doing and so they were down to literally a dollar they had a dollar left <sighs> and pissed off and we were getting ready to leave it was like the last day we were there for three days getting ready to leave just walks up to a slot machine and goes Ugh, whatever I'm just gonna put this in. Puts a dollar in there, wins three grand. You're kidding me. No. Mm. No. I mean, like, that's like the worst thing that can happen because then it makes them think like you can oh. always get your money. Well, back. see, right. but no, but then yeah. we let he, you know, was like, well, we're leaving. So actually cashed out. Dude, they immediately came up and were just like, come next time. We're going to comp your room. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this for you. We're going to get all this mm-hmm. for you. Like, just here's, yeah, wow. they want you to here's, spend more, here's my card. Sure. Yeah. Well, that was. So it was like, wow, okay, that part was kind of. Yeah, I was sitting thing. in the pool with somebody and I was like, so, you know, I had been, I was up like $70 and then I lost it. And I think I ended up losing like a hundred bucks or something from playing um, slot machines. And I was talking to somebody. I said, so do you gamble? And he's like, no, he's like, I don't because I mean, just look up. Do you think this hotel was made by people? Oh, no. You know, like this is all paid for by winners. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's that's a good point. Okay. Now I'll take it from a different side. I had never been to Vegas until we went like a month and some ago. You're kidding. That was the first time I went to Vegas. All the time you lived on the West coast. You haven't been there. That was the first time. Okay. I've only and been like three or four times. We, well, me too, but I mean... That was the first time. We went with somebody who who was a bit of a high roller and, you know, mm. stayed for free. And the room and everything else was totally comped. Mm. And he's definitely a gambler. And I was not. So I asked him to show us, you know, kind of a little bit of how to do whatever and whatever. And I had budgeted, I'm going to say like 200 bucks, I think, for the weekend to just gamble and whatever and mm. enjoy it. And... I actually didn't spend that much. I think I, I gambled about a hundred bucks, but I would like put twenty dollars in the machine, and then we're sitting there and we're getting free drinks, and we're sitting yeah. and we're talking and we're socializing and we're playing at the same time. And for me, that is entertainment. That is entertainment sure. value. Oh, it was yeah, totally yeah. worth it. And yeah, so and <coughs> additionally, free drinks. I mean, they're tiny. They're not very strong. Did you tip the waitress? Always a okay. buck, a buck a drink. Okay, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, and, and people did win. I mean, um, Brian. Um, Formerly of Minnesota and Germany, now of San Francisco, <laughs> won, um, wait, wait, wait. won like over yeah, five. Right. Yeah, they yeah, moved, moved back. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't. In fact, there. I think today I was reading that his, the, all their stuff is offshore on a boat and is about to come onshore. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he won. He did well on roulette of all things. I didn't know people actually won money mm. on that. Bill plays craps yeah. and wins on that. Craps. I. I the one time I, I played it, I didn't know what I was doing, but I won money. Yeah. Um, I. It's a weird. I, I like I playing blackjack, but it makes me. I totally got the. Yes. I, sorry. Ah. See, I like I like blackjack. I do too, but it makes me really tense 
because I just it just happens too quickly. And I always you know feel like I mean? I'm, I'm letting like the people enough. around me down because I hit when I'm not supposed to or something. And I feel like the strategy is too simple, and so it's too easy yeah. to lose. Blackjack makes me nervous. So. We were playing video poker most of the time. Yeah, yeah. that I'll do that or slot machines. I'll do like a couple hundred dollars yeah. a day yeah. plan on, and then that's it. If I lose yeah. it, then I ride the buffet. But, I mean, Martin, I mean, he would he would go down and he would put like a hundred bucks in. And then he would leave like an hour and a half later with $600. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, I'm like, but he knows how to play and he knows how to bet. But, but, but how can he know he may, how to play slot machine? But he may know it's when not, to quit. But video poker. Uh, oh, video poker. But he may yeah. know when to quit. Or at least yeah. I feel video poker requires yeah. a little you more know, it's, skill. It's interesting you say that because um, so I was staying with my friends, um, Alex and Dave, uh, the first night because I just wanted to go early and, and I crashed with them. Who? Mm. Old live journal. How are they? They're great. And you know that Alex is a live journal buddy from way back in the day. I've known both of them through Flickr for a long time. I've never hung out with them for more than like 40 seconds. Oh, my God. So getting to go out with them was a blast. Like we go, we went to this place called The Garage, which is a really neat bar in Vegas. I was, I, I mean, pool table, shuffleboard, cool space, just really neat. We walk in and the first People I really see are two of my old regulars from PEX that that live in Vegas now. Uh. So I walk in, I'm like, hey, guys. And they're like, oh, my God, Brian. And they're freaking out and catching up with them. And so I'm hanging out with Alex and Dave. And my friends from PEX are, like, buying us drinks and buying us shots. Like, would not let me spend a dime. And just kept bringing us more and more to drink. And one of them was playing video poker all the while. And was by the end of the night was up, like, $800. Just from playing, and they're like, "No, no, you should don't gamble anywhere. Gamble at this bar because the video poker, I guess, is fairly slanted there or something. Huh? I don't know, but they said it's not uncommon for them to do really well. But it was just the sweetest. They were so nice <laughs> just, to the point where I'm like, you can't bring me any more beer. I can't drink. I'm I'm barely out of the gate. Like this is the first place I've gone to. <laughs> the first night I'm in town. Mm. But yeah, no, Alex, Alex and Dave are just the sweetest guys. I'm trying to get I, them to come. Oh my god, yeah, I haven't met Dave, but we met Alex when we were there. He's we, such uh, a nice guy. He's, yeah, he's a great Dave guy. Is god, so couple so what, three years ago now or whatever, and they were still in Phoenix. Um, Steve Finch and I went to uh, Phoenix to go to get, go to Pride, and they said, "Oh, we'll come to our house for breakfast." So we came to the house for breakfast, and Dave cooked breakfast. Things he did in that kitchen, and even that house, <laughs> the way it was set up was they, they had yeah. redone the kitchen in a way no one's kitchen is, and it was just it was this giant semicircular bar, and his like cooking in front of us was a show while we sat around the bar, yeah. and he just conjured up the he made a Dutch baby for God's sakes, and I was like like in front of our eyes, like on the stove in front of us, I was like I, you know in the oven. I was like, I, I can't believe this, and the, and the food was just phenomenal. I mean, it was spectacular. Cool. Yeah. They had a, the they had the coolest thing. It was the first time I ever saw one in someone's house. They had a uh, like cappuccino espresso machine built into the wall. Oh wow! Like what? it was a you know like because you can oh, buy them like God. like appliances like built in like a dishwasher oh like built God. into the wow. wall. I'm that like, sounds wow. like because the house they have in Vegas, we go in and it's. It's very contemporary and everything, and they're like, "Well, we're putting you in the um, what do they call the Golden Girls suite?" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> oh no! And it's upstairs, and they'd only sort of redone the house on the lower floor, so mm-hmm. the upper floor was still like this. <laughs> it was very sort of '70s Golden Girl, like okay. to the point where you could have shot a porn in there. Like they had huh? one of those really interesting like wicker captain's chairs thing. Oh, you know? yeah. oh the big and fan like, chairs, and they had a big like tub in the bathroom, but like the outside of it had been taken off so it could be worked on. And I mean, it was like, I go, this is perfect. This is my style completely. Like this is, but, um, 
Yeah, no, he made uh, Alex made biscuits, homemade biscuits, oh, biscuits and gravy. And gravy. The gravy is unbelievable. Uh, for, for breakfast, he, no, he made that's that all too. It was sausage gravy uh, and biscuits for breakfast, and I was like, so oh my gosh, good. it was so good. I'm like, uh, I just don't know what it's like to be with people who they both know how to cook. Like, yeah. just like I was, I was yeah. So, oh, yeah. God. but they were. They, it was great. The whole <laughs> that's the awesome. whole trip was. just I've only a seen blast. them at Disneyland. Yeah, like, a couple times, and they're yeah. always like, yeah. hey. Justin, you know, they're they're nice. but then like yeah. I'd never seen them anywhere yeah. else. They're no, it was it was a real it was a real treat. It was actually one of the highlights. Which is kind of get to know the last better. time I was in Vegas though. My my story from the last time was I went with my friend because he was thinking about moving there <laughs> and transferring with his job. So we decided to go out to one of the gay bars there. I don't remember. I think well, we went to the Buffalo and then we went somewhere else. Oh, the Buffalo. And uh, but we went, we ended up going to this dance club mm-hmm. and we were dancing and like drinking and having a good old time and all of a sudden I was like. Man, it has to be two o'clock already. Like, cause I it, to me it just didn't hit me that the bars don't close, and oh, so we're right. sitting there like it has to be two oh. o'clock already, and um and they, we're talking to these two guys and dancing with them most of the night and just getting shit faced, and the guy goes, "Oh, honey, it's way after two. <laughs> and my friend goes, "Well, what time is it?" He's like. Oh, it's like 6.15. <laughs> and we're like, what? Shut up. And he's like, I have to be up in two hours for my work meeting. Like, so oh, no, so we were God. like, how are we going to get back to the hotel? And the guys were like, oh, we'll take you. And we're like, are you sure you're okay to drive? They're like, oh, yeah, we're fine. I'm like, are you sure? Yes, we're fine. That was the worst ride that I've ever had. Oh, like, no. they were blowing through stop signs and stoplights, and Oof. we're sitting there screaming in the backseat, like, what are you doing? You're going to kill us. We pulled up to the Lexer. They literally drove up on the sidewalk and let us out in front of the glass doors. And we just like ran inside. We're like, okay, thank you. And just like ran in. I mean, it was like, it was like a sitcom episode. Like we were just like, oh my God. Oh my God. It was horrible. It was scary. Uh, it was great. And then this week, uh, Showgirls was on HBO. So I watched it and I was like, I just, I was just there. <laughs> Showgirls. Showgirls. Hello. Naomi goes to Vegas. I don't think I've seen it. You're not a whore. You're not a dancer. You're a whore. You've never seen Showgirls. No. It's the second it best like worst my... movie ever. Is it? Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh my oh. gosh, Dave. Dave, it's horrible. What's the first best it's worst so movie? Good. The Room. The Room. <laughs> Dude, Showgirls. I haven't. They uh, oh, forced me to watch Is that the one with the girl from, um, what's you call it, from yeah, uh, sure. Saved by the Bell? Yes. Oh, no, no, I haven't seen that Oh, it's one. horrible. And Kyle McLaughlin or something? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Something it is like the worst fight. Oh, it's it horrible. So I just saw that I think you'd like Fu it. like three or four years ago. I haven't seen that in a long time. Well, that's a cute movie. Time. So, I would watch it. But Showgirls is full of vagina yeah, and boobs and things. I'm a Dream Girls guy. So. Mm. It's like Dream Girls, but with but, horrible, but bad, right? Yeah, but it's directed <laughs> by Paul, Paul Verhoeven, who directed Starship <laughs> Troopers, and, oh. and get your ass to Yeah, Mars. but at least Starship Troopers <laughs> wasn't he like strung up with his name and like tied up when they were yeah. beating him yeah. or whatever? Yeah, Casper Van Dien. Yeah. It's a naughty, horrible movie, but it's so good. <laughs> it's a horrible movie. If it's on television, I watch it. I didn't see Princess Bride until I saw it at Mikey's house like three what? years what? ago. What? Oh, what is wrong with you? It's just a group of movies that I missed. I'm just huh. scanned over. Which I find interesting because you are like, you watch everything. You, just earlier tonight, oh. not 30 minutes ago, you guys were quoting um, Brady Bunch. Well, well, that's, that's not different, horrible. though. That's, that's like stuff we grew up that's on. That's coming to the TV every afternoon. That's, I know. But, but see, that's see this thing. is something else. That, that Don't you have HBO and stuff? In the public conscience. I have Showtime. Because see, a lot of times when I get home, I'll just, like, if I want white noise in the background, I'll see mm-hmm. what's on, and I'll end up watching a movie I'm not a again. channel flipper. In fact, the one time I did flip a channel recently, I actually stumbled over a, a, a hilarious movie that I had never seen, and hilarious for being stupid. 
um, more recent that I had never heard of called Year One with Jack Black and Michael Sarah. Yeah, I tried to watch that. I'll tell you, it's it's for that slapsticky kind of thing. Yeah. It's really goofy and kind of stupid, but some of that shit is pretty fucking it, funny. That falls in the same category as, as have you seen Your Highness? No, it's the one. It's um, it's uh, the it's guy no from East Pauly Shore's Day in Court. He's pounding down, and and the guy from you know uh, who f- who uh, made that horrible Oz movie recently, James Franco. Yeah, and then uh, but it's Natalie like a it's, it's 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 James <laughs> Franco and who Natalie Portman and Natalie Portman's in it, and no. it's like. It's like a riff on like medieval knights and sorcerers kind of thing, okay. but it's it's dumb. Like yeah. men in tights. But, no, no but... not that dumb. I mean, it's <laughs> it, this is actually funny. Okay. Um, What's it called? It's called Your, Your Highness. Highness, but it, it's because huh. it's like a stoner flick, but it's a medieval stoner flick. Mm. Yeah. And it's one of those ones. The first time I saw it, I was like, God, this is horrible. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, Actually, this is kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, you know, like Anchorman is the same way. Well, it brings up an interesting topic. Are there a lot? Of, do you think there are a lot of movies you've seen like once and thought, uh, and then saw it again? And you're like, oh, I get it. Oh, for sure. Anchorman is yeah, a prime Anchorman's example. Brazil. And Teledug and Brazil. Like, I hated that movie yeah. at first. And then the more I watched it, the funnier But that's it got. how, that's what for year one reminds me of that kind of yeah. stupid, funny, you know what I mean? So, well, but the, 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 in my mind, the movie that I classically did not like the first time I saw it, and then, and I adore it since then, is American Beauty. Like oh, the yeah? first time I watched it, I guess maybe I wasn't in the right mood or the right mindset. And I was like, oh, God. I'm like, how boring and depressing. Who cares about these people and blah, blah, blah. And then seeing it again, I was like, oh, my God. I so get you find it. you can wow. watch that again and again? Yeah. Not really? again and again. But, but like you appreciate um, it differently. I appreciate it differently. I, like I really enjoy it for yeah. the a really, it's a really pretty yeah. spectacular movie. Most you know, of I've seen the, it for um, maybe four or five times. Most of the Coen Brothers movies have, have been that way for me, like mm. Fargo and Big Lebowski. The first time I saw them, I was like, uh, and but they've since become like favorites. Or like or Raising Arizona, I can remember oh. not liking that the first time I saw it, and now uh, it's like it's it's such a glorious movie yeah. to watch. Oh my god! And even um, like Christopher Guest, the first time I saw Spinal Tap, I was right. like, I don't get it, and I think oh, I just wasn't my awesome. my right. brain like hadn't you clicked, there, you know, because yeah. now all the Christopher Guest movies are like See, my yeah. favorite movies. That best in Show, I just can't get through oh, it. It's, it's so oh, fucking. Like, uh, I know everybody uh, loves it, but uh, it's so uh, fucking uncomfortable. I can't get say it. And I adore <laughs> what's her name too, Catherine O'Hara. I adore her, uh, but I just it's God, so Yeda was quoting that all weekend. Sometimes it. we can go, we can talk about talking and not talking for hours. But oh, the Starbucks. Oh uh, yeah, she was. I tried to Starbucks. watch it again. It was on Comedy Central or something. I tried to watch it again the other day, and I was just like. Oh. I was like, oh, it's dragging, and I just hate these Even people. Even like A Mighty Wind, I got to the point where I, I, I actually like that. own, I listened to the, the recording, the songs from it, because I even like the songs from A Mighty Wind. <laughs> oh, it's so... We were talking about so um, Facebook today, um, what do you call it, uh, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. That's oh, good. Oh, that one. Not one that, I can watch over and over again. No, but I've actually I've watched heavy, it but, three times. Uh, and that movie made me cry. Yeah. Oh, the first time it made me cry. I was yeah. in the theater, and And I then the bawled. second time, I was like... It's tough one. I was okay with it. It got a little teary, and then the last time I watched it, I was like, I was more like, okay, my neighbor hasn't seen this. Watch this part. Like, right, it was yeah, just yeah. like, you know, like, I was more watching her watching the movie. Than yeah, it's that, that moment of mm. that moment being of, completely living in a moment and being alive and being and appreciative of that. Uh, and it just, like, resonated in, like, multiple yeah. decades I, of my life. And I was like, have, I have not seen this movie. I don't, oh, really, I don't know what it's about. It's good. It's about um, being a kid. High school in relationships in the, in the 80s, 80s. And having it be it was, Oh, it kind of like, like what I lived through? Actually, it was right. early 90s. And so much was, of it hits it was, home. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know what period of time it was, it was until like, almost the middle of the movie. I think it was it's like, the late 80s. Late no, 80s. It's not. I looked it up. It's 
Really? Okay. 90, 92-ish, right in there. No, it's with got, Dave, it's with them Emma, discovering David Emma Blunt, Bowie. Or not Emma Blunt, no. no what's no. her name? Emma, Emma Watson, Watson from yeah. Harry Potter. Oh. Um, but it's it's good, and it's different. And, um, and again, I didn't know what time period it was in, until, but it didn't really I, matter to me. Except I that re- I kept going, like, why aren't they using their cell phones? Well, I, right. didn't re- <laughs> I didn't think about that, but I didn't realize until a week later when I was having discussions with the guys about it. And they're like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. A lot of memories from the 80s. And I was like... Oh, hmm. I thought they were just hipster kids That's exactly wearing period what clothes. I thought, and, and they were you just... make mixtapes for each other because why right. wouldn't you well, if you're a hipster? And usually with movies like any movie, even the most you know like art housey movies or whatever, there's some kind of product. They're holding up a Pepsi can from that period or a whatever from that period, and there was none of that. Nope. You know, and I don't remember what it was that clued me into it, and then I also know like, oh, well, even okay. they're, they're playing cassettes, and it's like, right. okay, they're yeah, being think, retro because cassettes what... are coming back. You know right. what I mean? And yeah, and when we whatever. went to record store day, that was like Mike's big thing was getting MGMTs. Kassingle. Kassingle. Kassing, oh. Kassingle. Gross. Cassette single. Is that what but he didn't get it. it. I don't I don't think It he... wasn't at any of the no. stores we went to. Mm. I know. Sadness. Mm. I probably would have even bought it. But um but speaking of uh, and this is not a favorite movie, but have you seen the trailer for This Is the End? I no. Yes. It looks funny. It looks That's hilarious. the one where the actors play themselves and it's apocalypse. It's oh, Mike, yeah, Sarah but that looks Seth goofy Rogan. funny, too. Right, but that, was, you know? yeah, but that yeah. one looks hilarious. Oh, but my God. The second trailer with Emma Watson, it cracked me up so Oh, yeah, bad. I didn't even know she was she in it until in. recently. Yeah, because the second trailer came out and the whole thing is like at the end, like, mm. it's all, yeah, so Emma Watson sh- showed up and then, like, she's like, give me everything you have yeah. or whatever. And they're like... There's there's seven of us. She can't rob us, and she pops him in the face with the axe, and then takes all their stuff. And she he's like, yeah. So Hermione stole all of our shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have been reading that like like Michael Sarah plays himself, but it's like a f- like fucked up, completely unrealistic right. version and stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Kind of like I, mm. I guess like the way Neil Patrick Harris did. In, uh, That's why he was in, so uh, uh, Harold yeah, and Kumar. Harold and Kumar. That's why he was so fun. Like, oh, he was so funny in uh, in in year one, Michael Sarah. I try, uh, you know, uh, I tried God. to watch that. And I just he eats a yeah. piece of fruit off the, <laughs> the forbidden fruit that he's not supposed to eat. It's like the tree of knowledge. And he's like, oh, my God, quick, ask me a question. And he's like, uh, where does the sun go at night? And he goes, pass, next question. <laughs> he's like, uh, where do babies come from? He's like, pass, next question. And I remember in the desert and the guy decided uh, to circumcise him or something. And they're like, oh, Hank Azaria wants to circumcise his son he's like setting him on fire or some kind of thing it's like oh what are you doing oh we're just playing a game it's uh, called bernie bernie cut cut <laughs> you know because he's gonna circumcise him and set him on fire or some kind of profit thing yeah and oh my god and then he's killing what's his name who's the guy um who's in all those movies all those like rom-com movies uh oh. daughter of the bride or whatever father of the bride and all that other stuff not um, paul who's it yeah paul what's his Paul Red. Paul Rudd, yeah, yeah he's and, in it, and David Cross are playing Cain and Abel. Oh, I love Cross. And David Cross, Cross is, is killing him, hitting him with a rock or whatever. He's like, my God, what have I done? And he starts moving around, and he's still alive. And so he hit him again with a rock. He's like, what am I continuing to do? <laughs> are you excited about uh, I mean, Arrested Development? Do you guys even watch that? Yes. I'm excited about um, Arrested Development. Coming back to Netflix. I am excited about All I'm that. seeing are, little, are still photos, though, so I don't know. I read in Entertainment Weekly what it's going to be. Oh. Um, it's not uh, like proper episodes, necessarily. It's more like... Uh, individual character pieces. So there's like an episode that has to do with each one of the characters. The only person who's in every episode is Justin Bateman. Okay. Um, And the idea of it is, is that they want to sort of 
reacclimate you with the characters and catch you up on what's been going on. So it brings them up to so date. They can okay. set up, so they can set up the movie. Mm-hmm. But apparently, uh, according to Entertainment Weekly, it's so complex and crazy because all the stuff is going on and it's all interwoven. And, and But it, you're only getting individual episodes, but they all come out at once. So you can kind of, I guess maybe you can even watch them in any order you want. It's it's pretty That's ambitious. Huh. That's neat. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, well, yeah, Arrested Development was... Arrested Development was kind of complex anyway. Oh, I mean, sure. it was really funny, but there was a lot of threads mm, going through. Hyper-referential and yeah. so many things in the background <laughs> where you have to like pause it so you can yeah. see all <laughs> yeah. the extra stuff that they're giving you to look at. The, and, fun, the different funny things, the one where Portia de Rossi criticized her for not doing anything and she's out in the thing, she's out in the field picking up trash or whatever, and she's like, you know, so I'm doing something good for the environment. She pokes her stick down, you hear a squeal, <laughs> and she pulls it up and it's got a turtle stuck to it <laughs> on the, the, poke, the trash poking stick. <laughs> I she's love, like, oh my god, uh, get me out of here! Yeah, it makes oh, me. I kind of need to. I, mean, I feel like I should go back and and watch it because it's only like uh, three seasons, so it you wouldn't definitely take long need, to go through. There were so <sighs> the the last two episodes. I don't remember what it was specifically, but stuff in the like the last two episodes, maybe just the last episode where they knew they were being canceled, mm. was just they were dropping like double entendres and and well, the, very even that last self-referential season, sort of funds that, there are parts of it that weren't the best. That whole thing with uh, Doug Mc, or Bob McKenzie, Bob, or blah, blah, blah. no, blah, blah. Doug, Bob yeah. and Doug McKenzie, what's his name? <laughs> the one that the heavier set one of remember Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, from from Canada, Great White SNL. North, take off oh, your hoses. Right. Oh, I don't remember them being there. Six well, no, the years. one was the who, the heavier set of the two, Rick Moranis, and who was the other guy, Dave? Uh, anyway, Rick anyway, Moranis. him. He was playing this British yeah. guy, the Brothers from Canada. Yeah, no, 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 I know that. Yeah, it was Rick Moranis, and no, it's Dave something or the other. I can't think of it anyway. He was in it. Founder of Wendy's. We're not getting through this. We're not getting through this. But they did this thing where it was this British thing, and it was supposed to be, you know, he was this spy or whatever, Uh, and thing, whatever. And I thought that whole thing was. Remember the thing with Charlize Theron, like that whole. Yeah, that that, that was him and her. Okay, I didn't like that. That was actually when I think I stopped watching for a while. That sort of felt Uh, like it was, you know, they were trying too hard. All right, well, let's go to another topic because I think we ran out of that topic. (laughs) (laughs) I think his name is Dave Thomas. You can get married if you're gay now um, in Delaware. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say it's Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Okay, but also the name of the founder of Wendy's. I think I'm rubbing off on JP. Like He feels he needs to be right so badly that he has to go check the internet. I did because... Well, I did that yeah. earlier, too, just to prove J.P. wrong. Right, so I made up for it, and so now the balance of the universe is back. Good. <laughs> awesome. Or something. Anyway, um, yes, Delaware and, um, and It passed Minnesota, the House in Minnesota. Right? It's not legal in Minnesota yet. No, oh, it really? passed the Senate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it looks it's looking good. So, yay. Thank you. Gay yay. People yay. Supporting, and we still have to wait till June to find out what gays. happens with us. And there's other good news about an HIV vaccine, right, Justin? Wow, that was a really interesting transition, Dave. Um, <laughs> well, actually, it was pretty well, good. Well, yeah, from to gay to, to gay. Mocked it. And <laughs> I thought it was. All right. Um, yes, there is a promising HIV cure in the horizon. Um, so, as you know, what? As you know, like, you know, HIV has eluded cures and vaccines and stuff, but... Really? Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the... The spotlight's on, I know, I know, I know. I wasn't ready, Dave. I wasn't ready. All right, time for the carousel right. progress to rotate. <laughs> and crush the Next scene, the one with the microwave <laughs> and the barking dog. Right. Okay, anyway, so the last vaccine that was it's just, like, going on last year didn't work. So they actually just ended that. But uh, like not more than a week after that, um, Danish 
some Danish people. Mm, um, scientists, maybe. Yeah, scientists <laughs> in the lab. Um, <laughs> anyway, Surfers they have um, positive early in vitro findings suggest that HIV virus can be isolated and brought to the surface of cells from within the DNA reservoirs. Because I guess the problem that they're running into now is basically HIV goes into hiding inside other cells in your body, outside of your blood, so the medication can't reach it. Oh. So that's actually why you cannot get rid of it. So the current the current medications keep it from replicating, and eventually it dies out, but then the other cells activate, and then it oh. goes back in your bloodstream. So they've now found a way to... Um, to activate the reservoirs so it all goes into your bloodstream. Um, and then they said um, with an immune booster um, of some kind of vaccine administered, it's actually training the white blood cells to attack it and actually kill it. Um, and they've done it in vitro. So now they've gone to human testing. So they're testing 15 patients. Um, if one of them gets cured, um, then they're going to go on to the next step and it could potentially be a cure. Wow, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so they said the the one factor that's kind of uh, about it is it it de- it actually depends on the patient's immune system. Mm. So if their immune system is too weak or whatever, like mm. it might not work for them. But it, because they're essentially activating those dormant um, yeah, so you get like super virus. AIDS for a while until it kills them, right? Right, right, I guess. right pretty much, um, and until they can train actually train your body to fight it. Mm-hmm. Um, but little, little along, AIDS dojos. Right. But along with that, apparently there's, <laughs> I didn't know this part, but apparently there's three other groups studying similar huh. uh, research mm-hmm. also in Britain um, and in North Carolina, and they've all had promising results. So they're all extremely optimistic um, because wow. so far we have had two people cured of it. Um, one person who had a uh, bone marrow transplant. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he was cured of it, and then most recently, within the last few months, was a baby, right? That was, that. that was born with HIV, and so they're using that blood. And then apparently, this article also mentioned there was a third person that they caught it early enough that they got caught that when they put him on the drugs, it actually stopped the virus from taking hold, and then the patient's body actually adjusted to it and killed the virus. Mm-hmm. So they actually are using their blood. And they were actually able to monitor it from beginning to end. So now they know more of the process of how it works. So it's all very promising, but it looks like there may be a cure in the near future. No, so it, don't stop using condoms. Yeah, yet. no, 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 it's, and that's and that's what they're saying is this is a cure. It's not a vaccine. Not a vaccine. So you can be cured of it, mm. but you can still get it again. So you still have to have safe sex. Mm-hmm. It's not a vaccine. Oh man! <laughs> mm-hmm. Once so, they have a cure and a vaccine, oh man, fucking in the streets. Then you People can just get gonorrhea and meningitis. Gonorrhea. You can get meningitis from kissing. Again. You don't get it from sex. Ma, ma, um, anywhere ma, saliva exchanges you. or other Gonorrhea. type of fluid. <laughs> right. So, I'm just saying. <laughs> Not other type of fluid. It's just saliva. Again. Okay, well, I do saliva during sex. Right. Don't be so contrary. You can get it. We just talked about this last episode. You can get I know, but I just was the first thing that popped in my head, so I said it. But you okay. can get it, JP. You can get it from a toilet seat. While you're, you're kissing, kissing you while you're fucking you're somebody, kissing? you can get meningitis. Okay. You can get, you can get we'll meningitis and herpes at the same time. <laughs> Dude. You can get it from a toilet seat, but you have to sit down before the guy before you gets up. 
But yeah, so anyway, yeah, that's right very promising yeah. research. On that's good news. So thinking young. of horrible things that gay people will have to put up with, <laughs> what about Abercrombie not making things for big boys? <laughs> <laughs> and big women, actually. They, oh, we don't care about that. I'm going to walk the dog. No, no, no! Yeah. I would actually. Why? Okay, what's this abstain thing? Well, because I I, just, I don't want. No, to we want your get opinion into a discussion. No, about because it. this is a, this is. This is a, it, well, you, let me, you have a good opinion, and I don't necessarily disagree with well, you either. Let, let me preface it by saying, any company who comes out comes comes out and speaks out against any potential customer is stupid. We should say what we're talking about first. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I'm well, sorry, I didn't mean to derail you, but no, okay. nobody knows what we're talking about quote? yet. Yeah, let me let me read this quote. Yeah. And and by the way, this stuff that's coming out in this news thing, none of this is new. This yeah. came out in 2006 Nine. or 2008. Nine. In another or 2009 was it? Uh, it an, mm-hmm. an, a disgruntled employee left Abercrombie and told all kinds of horrible yeah. things that this guy does, especially even in the hiring process that looks are in huge part Looks and age are a huge part of the hiring process. That he yeah. only hires young, beautiful people yeah. that work people in the campus. Are surprised by this stuff, right? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not, not surprised. I've walked by so, the store enough mm. times. Well, uh, yeah, okay. They put the racks so close together, I can't even get in. Mm. <laughs> anyway, sir. Um, so, and the quote is from the CEO, president, the CEO, when of asked Abraham why he and Fitch. I'm getting there. Okay. When asked why he refused to make clothes for larger women. Abercrombie CEO Michael Jeffries responded in every school there are cool and popular kids and then there are the not so cool kids we go after the cool kids we go after the attractive all-american kid with a great attitude and a lot of friends a lot of people don't belong in our clothes and they can't belong are we exclusionary absolutely that's why we hire good-looking people in our stores, because good-looking people attract other good-looking people, and we want to market to cool, good-looking people. We don't market to anyone other than that. Okay. That just makes perfect... I mean, I, it makes sense. It makes sense. I but it's it. so douchey the way he but did the thing it. Is, he's is creepy. Like, but only even if you're fat, thinking that if we way, were beautiful and thin, we'd be like, "Amen, it. brother." No, however, this guy looks like Gary Busey. Oh, he looks like Gary Busey. He looks like well, he has the, the money to be able to say that. I guess. Or the right. what do you call it? What's that monster? What's the one, creature from the Black Lagoon with those big lips and that weird yeah, head? Weird. He looks so much head. like the creature from the Black Lagoon. He's yeah. sixty-two or whatever, and he's trying to look like he's twenty-six. He's got a face full of plastic. Okay, but based on that information, why does it surprise you that he said that? He sounds like a douchey person. Oh, I would yeah, say he's that. totally right. douchey. No, the 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 thing is, but I've been in that the store in, enough time. What he doesn't realize is that fat bottomed girls make the rockin' world go round. Right. But the thing the thing is that he's implying that if you are not skinny, then you're not cool. Then you're not cool, and you don't have any friends, friends and you're ugly. That's the part that, that, you know, that yeah, and that's it. It's not that it's, I don't care about whatever. his clothes, whatever. But it's the fact that you're insinuating that because I'm heavy, that I have no friends and I'm not cool. Yeah, well, not in his eyes, at least. Well, you're not a young girl either. It's creepy. I just, I mean, I mean I've, I've walked by the store. I've walked in that store, I've, I've and and you store. go in there, and they have like an extra large shirt, and it's like. A normal a medium. person's medium, basically, yeah. and yeah. and that's when I realized I was like, okay, well, this store isn't for me. I think, right? And right. I think it's gotten worse, but yeah, I mean, I have a few things, but not from they're probably four or five years ago, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, have, but they're it's overpriced anyway, right? I mean, right. Yeah. well, the problem is, is there, and I think another thing too is they're struggling to maintain relevance because there's a whole movement, and I, maybe I'm just maybe I'm being myopic about this that it's you know since I'm in the industry and since I'm we're in California. 
in uh, in this like made in America locally bought things, not just food, but clothing right. and stuff like that. There's a whole show in LA this weekend I'm supposed to go to, but I don't think I am about stuff that's all made in the and designed and manufactured in the LA area. That right. sounds great to me. You know what I mean, and and stuff like that, and you know so. Large corporations who are making things in collapsing factories in Bangladesh and China and and whatever, you know they're losing their they're losing their relevance. You know what I right. mean? Because not only that, if you look at what they were doing, it was sort of this like rah rah jock thing that kind of maybe still plays well in like the middle of the country. Right. But look how many more hipsters and hippie yeah. kids there are, and they've adjusted to to to, to meet that. But still, they're kind of like the establishment and these crunchy right. granola kids that are growing up now. Like, I mean, I even think about, I look at my nieces and nephews and think about how socially conscious they are and how even conscious about what they eat and stuff like that. You know what I mean? The right. People are becoming more socially conscious and it's great for the kids because they're getting formed into this. They're not following some, some corporate yeah. well, thing. And now, so, if you wear those clothes, you're basically telling everybody, look, I think I'm popular and cool. A.K.A. Right. a douchebag. Well, right. the problem is, is they're, they're, I think they're losing their relevance to a degree. And by doing something like this, look who's talking about it. Us. Mm-hmm. The newspapers. Every news outlet in the country right now. Right. Probably people from around the world. Because but it's really it, it, so juicy. Like, so it's free right. press to make them sort of relevant or get their name back in the Yeah, news. that's true. And I don't, I don't begrudge them that. There are, certain, there are stores that I don't want to shop. And there are stores that don't have stuff that I'm interested in. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And they can be yeah. that way. It, it, I think it's just the attitude that was behind mm-hmm. that statement that annoys me. Another thing that gets me, and you were talking about like going in and going into a store and finding a uh, an extra large, and it's like medium for everything else. Mm-hmm. I would love for clothing companies to all get on board with having a standard size, and Never I know gonna it's going to happen, happen, and it can't, and it can't happen because they want people to feel good about themselves. But if I go into one no. store, well, it's like if you're asking for artists to all mm. use the same size canvas. No, 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 no. no. I, well, I'm going to say let's as an example of we'll take waist size. A 40-inch waist at Old Navy is different than a 40-inch waist from mm-hmm. JCPenney, which is different from a 40-inch waist you, from, from Levi's. They're all different TV, sizes. A 40-inch waist at Old Navy is different than another 40-inch waist at Old Navy. Right. <laughs> that, he's absolutely yeah, there, right about there's, that. There is a truth Their stuff is a mess. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's funny, too, because there was an article a couple of years ago about that, and it showed the different manufacturers. And they they chose someone like a size 32, and they did the actual waist, and they were all over the place. They were everything from an inch smaller than actually right. being 32 to like three inches larger. Yeah. Or even UK and sizes. If you get a UK XXL, yeah. it's tiny. Here's right. a, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Americans funny. Americans are big. Because <laughs> I just sort of had an argument with a customer about this. The way we do it is like a typical waist size. Let's say your typical waist size is a 32. Our pants are all low cut. So a 32-inch pair of pants, the actual waist is going to be 34 inches because it rides lower on your body and your body's thicker as as you go down. On your hips up more. Well, I ended up having an argument with a customer. He's like, well, if the actual waist is a 34, why aren't you selling it as a 34? Because it doesn't sit on your actual waist. And he wasn't getting that. So he was, and he's like, you know, what's called, you're you're defrauding your customers. You're doing smoke and mirrors. I understand. Exactly. He's like, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to make people think that they're skinnier than they are and that's horrible, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, we're not. We call it a size 32. If your waist is actually 32 then you need a size 32 pants because the low waist is 34 and that, that's where it sits at your low waist right hmm. and 
We have the information on the website. I even have it marked as low waist, size 32, low waist measurement 34. And it, and it's just, hmm. you know, but people, but, but companies actually do that, you know, yeah. so people do feel, yeah. customers do feel better about yeah. their things. Exactly. But, there, but brand wise, there's a consistency in sizing too. Like I find all Levi's, are, you know, fit me the same in the same size. So, you know what I mean? True. So it's a matter of finding your brand. It's, it's, right yeah. cut. It, it is frustrating though, especially because I'm right. I'm a, I'm a 42, 40 ish. Mm-hmm. And I buy so many of my clothes from the internet and mm-hmm. like I was just buying a bunch of new swimsuits and it's mm-hmm. so depressing because I, I go online and, and I buy, it says 40 and it says, or it's XXL and it says fits a 40 Swim's and then it cut 40 to 42 and it gets to me and all of this, all three swimsuits that I bought all just barely didn't fit. Swim. So I had to send all of them back. Swim is so just, tough. And the thing I have a pain, uh, the thing I hate about swim is a lot of them actually are sold in waist sizes mm-hmm. and the waist sizes are always too, too, too small. Yeah. You know and what I mean? I was uh, like, well, I can almost small. wear this, but it's going to just waist. break wide open. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing about the Abercrombie thing though on Facebook was people saying like, well, I'm going to boycott them. I'm like, well, I've been boycotting them all my life because right. I've never <laughs> fit in their clothes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know, it's I mean, like, how yeah. silly is that? I mean, it's no fault. And the thing we were, however, I did have some skinny people that were posting it and yeah. they're like, I'm gonna go burn their clothes and put it on their doorstep, you know. So, yeah, well, then that's up to you. I mean, that's um, fine. You I, know. I think it's funny. I almost wish I could talk. I mean, and the thing is, yeah, I'm overweight and I could stand to lose some weight, and then I'd probably be able to buy clothes like normal people do. But I think people just take that for granted. Like, mm-hmm. the fact, like, the ability to go into a store and, and shop for clothes and then find ones that fit you, mm-hmm. like shoes, socks, pants, shirts. If you can do that, you should be really happy. Well, now imagine, because no, I can't I, ever no, I know, do cause, that cause almost I just, ever well, unless I, I go to a big to go, and tall store, and then you go to a big and tall store and you're wearing like really unflattering like yeah. tents yeah. and things. Oh, right. I finally found that look that when I bought my my sport coat and, and jeans, I went to a place in um, Costa Mesa. And it's like a brand new world. I went yeah. in there, and not only did they have clothes that fit me and fit me well, but they were by real brands like mm-hmm. i got these calvin klein jeans that fit mm-hmm. me like real jeans and they're yeah. in style and i was just i was almost in tears i'm well, telling this woman i go you don't know how this makes me feel well, to put on a sport coat and have it fit like it was made for me because it was it's so funny because if you've seen that thing it was kind of going around facebook because everybody thought the guys like, were hotter and some website it's an extension of casual mail or whatever something called it's like yeah destination xl or something like okay. that or I'm, i wish i could think of the i, I forget the brand I name um Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, but whatever. It's like it's an it's an, another extension website okay. thing or whatever that's supposed to have more hip clothes and larger sizes. So people were posting on Facebook. I clicked through to it to watch a video, and the video was cute. It's these guys in in no man these heavy set guys in this no man's land of clothing where clothing is like blowing around. And there's nothing for them or whatever. And yay, they discovered this website and blah blah blah. So I thought, oh, well, let me flip through the clothes on this website, and they're and they're super big sizes, like bigger than probably any of us, but. I was looking, and they're all so bland and so old manny. It's like, ooh, we have polo shirts in 30 colors, but it's the most boring and average-looking polo shirt. And I thought, gosh, how can you advertise that, oh, my God, we have interesting and exciting things for larger men, and then have this boring old man stuff. It was just like, ugh. You know? Well, I mean, and and I think think we can all agree on that. Because I actually um, took Jason shopping the other night to get clothes. And... I was jealous because it's like I walked in and he walked in and put on these shoes, put on these pants, put on this nice shirt and was like, and I'm like, fuck, he looks good. I can't do that. 
Right. I have to go to yep. a special area <laughs> at a special store. And yeah. that's, that's shopping with my Close. boyfriend. He's a perfect medium. And we go to, what do you call it? We went to get a Gantt Rugger. And he's like looking around, trying different things. And I say, see anything you like? I said, I see a lot of things I yeah. like, but not a damn thing in here will fit me. So, Maybe the shoes. Yeah. I went to um, I went to Macy's, cause I, and I did find I did find a pair of pants that fit me, which you know was nice. Um, I mean, they're like a little kind of stretch dress pants or anything. But I'm looking around, and there's all these really neat casual suits and just really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I even bought a dress shirt, and it was, I mean, it fits, but it's its clearly a little too short for me. You know what I mean? Right, and it's like, tall. yeah, and it's just its just a bummer because there's all these, and then I'm like, well, at least I'm saving money, you know? But then it's like, you go back to Target, and once I had clothing that fit me, now when I look in the mirror and I'm wearing some of my shirts, I'm like, God, these are too short for me. And I just, I've always, I've bought short clothes that are so too short for me for so long that I think that that's the way they're supposed to look. You know, right. it's, you know, it's a good place if you want to buy like things like dress shirts and stuff like that. They make excellent quality dress shirts and they have them in, uh, in tall sizes or mm. Land's End and they run sales all the time. Mm. You can get like great dress shirts mm. for like $30 or less and they have they have tall sizes or whatever and they have they have a separate brand called Canvas that are the slimmer cut you know for thinner people mm-hmm. and then they're but they're standard are standard american sizes right. nice. you See, know what i and mean and i like i, I like my stuff to be a little you know Slimmer because I don't want to be swimming in it. Right, but, I think it's really unflattering when stuff, you see a big guy in like a billowy yeah. dress shirt, you know. But the slim, but the slim stuff that most yeah. places are doing. Here's what happened. Here's what happened with J.C. Penney. J.C. Penney said we're going. We need to revamp our image. We're going to redo our stores. We're going to redo our products. They came out with uh, incredible stuff that were incredibly great value, but every bit of it was cut slim. They failed to convince people who could fit into the slimmer stuff to come into a stodgy store like JCPenney that they hadn't uh, been now into they have to for go year. Back to fat clothes. And they alienated all their fat clothes customers like me, you know, and who can't one can't shop at JCPenney anymore. They, After yeah. less than a year of it, they realized, you know what? We have this great style. People aren't buying it. We're losing our our customer, our stable customers that we have. We're not gaining any new customers. We've got to stop this. They fired that CEO, and they are they are turning everything this is, back. The, but this is what I did with JC Penny, though. Is I'm really particular about like texture and color mm-hmm. too. So, and you can't see that online. So I would go to the store and I would look for shirts that. I really liked, mm-hmm. but I knew they weren't going to have it in my size because and I want to get a tall. And then I go back and order yeah. online. And you know but who I else is like that, that too, which I is important for you? Um, Banana Republic. Uh-huh. Banana Republic has great yeah. style and great which style things. Navy. And they sell, they, they sell extended sizes exclusively yeah. online. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of old. I mean, yeah. I have, like, I especially like, back in the day. I mean, shorts wise, that's pretty much the premier place I buy shorts at. But t shirt and button down shirts. They mm. just always don't. They don't I, look good on me. They look the. They're wrong. They fit wrong. You I know? was super surprised to find so great. and they're short too, which yeah. wouldn't be good for you. I was surprised to find me, three short, pairs but. of jeans that were long enough that I could cuff them at the Old Navy mm-hmm. in Mission Valley, not yeah. not the one in Fashion Valley, and and at the store actually. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm I'm so pleased that they have. I was just bummed at, May, at Macy's because there'd be racks and racks of shorts that are all you know one style. And they're only 28 to like 36 mm-hmm. with a few 38s thrown in there and maybe a 40. And I'm like, it's America. We're mm-hmm. fat people. I cannot believe that they are selling all these 36s and, 30s, or, and 34s to people. Like there's that many people that are a 34. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to give a shout out though. The place I went to is called Rochester Big and Tall. Mm-hmm. And you can, they have a huge online store. But I will say one of the best experiences I've ever had. The people that work yeah. there, you just walk in and they're, and they're immediately helping you. And I had, 
I don't have, I mean, I have a bit of a sense of style, but I don't know what matches and what looks good, mm-hmm. really. I'm always asking, sending pictures to Matt and stuff. And this woman, <laughs> she walked me through the process, and it was just great. And they're familiar you know? with their customers, too, so they can look at your body and have an idea of what looks good it on It was you. just like one of those ones, like, Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. And she's like, okay, we're going to get you this, and that's going to look good. And Oh, mm-hmm. here's this jacket, and it's 60% off. And, I mean, it was just, and it yeah. was cheap. I mean, I ended up not spending a lot of money, and it was just, it was awesome. Yeah, isn't that so, nice? Rochester, Big and Tall, and Costa Mesa, if you yeah. are in that area. That is, is it a, is a chain? Go. Are there other ones? Yeah, it's basically because so. we have, there's a big and tall place, you know, the place by Pizza Explosion. Right, right. It's, they're owned by the Casual same company, mail, yeah. but Rochester is a step up. So it's going to have mm-hmm. higher class brands nice and nicer stuff. Yeah. We need to wrap it up. Oh. We're at, uh, oh. we're at an hour. We, well, there you go. I think we pretty much we get did to everything all, all your time? Um, you know, the stuff that was interesting we did. Should we wait to talk about Iron Man until you two have seen it or you two yeah, seeing it? Seen it? Yeah, I, I, seen it. I will say it's worth seeing. I will yeah. say Eiffel, that Eiffel 65 song has been in my head all week. Yeah. And stay through the credits, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I will don't say, do that by now on a Marvel movie. Well, at least well, not that's a what, movie. One of my friends put that on when I posted that I was going to his, make sure you stay through the credits. I'm like, dude, I've Duh. seen enough Marvel and you know DC movies. I was hoping to see the trailer for Ender's Game, which I didn't have. Which one is Ender's Game? Um, it's the controversial one. It was written by this Mormon guy who doesn't really like gay people, but it's a super good book and tons of people oh, read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the one that Aaron was actually the one who asked me, or told me to, to check it out. And I'm surprised how many people since then have, I've Just touch talked to who have read it. It's, it's a very mm-hmm. compelling book. I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. You know, the Mormon thing's a bit of a, a turn, not him being Mormon being a turn off, but his opinions mm. about gay people is kind of a turn off. Yeah. But like Harrison Ford's going to be in it. And, you know, hmm. not that I'm a huge fan of him anymore either. After, <laughs> anyway, he's like, he's like my Tom Cruise. Like, What's what have you done for me lately? Was there something dicky about him? I don't remember. He's just boring. Oh, oh yeah. the last the last movie I remember him in was uh, Cowboys f- and Aliens, Ooh. and he looked like he was smelling poop the entire movie. Well, they, he <laughs> just <had that laughs> well, last movie I saw him was the final yeah. Raiders of the Lost yeah, Ark or Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, I just nightmare. saw an interview with him one time, and I was so excited because I was like, "It's Han Solo," and I used to wish that you were my dad and all this stuff. And he was so boring. You know who's a big? You know who's hard in interviews? Uh, Robert De Niro. Did you ever watch him being oh, interviewed? Yeah. Hardly talks. I would not want to interview him. He'd be like pulling teeth. He just sits there and sort of smiles <laughs> and, get him and blurts Stern. out a word here Howard and there. will get anybody to talk about oh, that. So. He just sits there kind of smiling. All, right. All right. Well, let's get to it, huh? Yeah. All right, buddy. All right. Um, you, you, I'm sure, have I got a ridiculous tugs. amount of tugs. I do. Well, Alex and Dave, of course, oh, thank you for hosting me for a night. And it was wonderful to hang out with you. To Mikey, my travel companion, Mr. Matt Rose, um, congratulations ahead of time as you are about to dra- uh, graduate from the Corcoran yeah. Art Institute with Question. photography degree, which is amazing. Um, JD and Dean, uh, G and Dan, uh, Jason and Shannon, uh, all my Vegas buds, all the boys in Vegas, freaking super cool. I had such a good time. Um, happy birthday to JP, who's very gay. Um, <laughs> to Evil JP, um, to Tim uh, Blankenmeyer, who's going to be my travel buddy, and we're going to go to Austin City Limits, which I'm fucking yes, excited about. Yes, I saw that. About. That looks awesome. It's yeah. in October. Have you seen the headliners? Uh-uh. The Cure. Depeche Mode, Muse. Well, you don't care because you don't like good music. But there's so many good. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Wow. You don't like. I'd be interested to see. You don't the like cure. music that it's I think is good. True. No. I, I told you I broke so, up. I broke up yeah. with Depeche Mode in '86. Uh, so fuck them. It, it's anyway. And the Cure. I mean, I, it's, the the lineup for ACL. If you if you go online, it's just it's fantastic. I read Lionel it Richie ACL. is playing. I thought ACL. he's. Oh, wow. I know. I, I saw Tim posted about it, and I thought he meant he tore his ACL. So no. I was like, oh, because I've never been to Austin. I've heard good things, and I haven't gone on on like a travel <laughs> adventure with Tim before. So I'm excited. Wait, wait. He tore what's the ACL? The, the, the anterior cruciate ligament. Oh, okay. Knee. I think of access control list because I'm. Oh. 
that much of a, uh, you know. My man. other t- uh, no. geek? To, to, okay, geek. To Dave in L.A. to talk to you. And um, I talked to Donovan for turning me on to that watch called the Pebble, which I have oh, pre-ordered I know. and I will purchase. One. Yeah, and that you're one. looking at, we, you're looking yeah. like it's. We were we talk t- about we, it? no, yeah, we were talking mm. about it last night, and I, I didn't get to the point that I, I was going to finish with. Uh. The Pebble looks really, 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 really cool, but I still I'm going to wait to see if Apple announces that something's got to be. This, to me, it looks so, so clunky. Oh, but it's really? it's neat. I, I think it's no, bigger, about, it's no bigger than the thing he's wearing. No, no, but I mean, just the I don't know. It just it looks to me very Gen One. Right, it'd be like putting a Newton yeah. next to an but iPhone. It, I have a feeling there's something much for, better. But for 150 looking. bucks, you don't, you're not willing to be in Generation One. Oh no, it's not something I would want to wear uh, around. It's the first, I, I, it's um, the first watch I've even considered owning. And and um, for people who don't, if you don't want to Google or whatever, guy. it's it's a it's a watch, but it's got um, a readout on it, and it Bluetooths to your phone. So if you get a phone call, you, you see it on your watch. Wait, wait, you can change all your um, songs on your phone through your. Why are you waiting to get one? I mean, because you can't it, get it's it's it. Order? Yeah, all you can supply. do is pre-order it, and then when oh. you're when it comes to be your turn, they'll let you buy one. It's uh, also because e- they're, they're out there. People have them. They yeah. do because they've been waiting a year. Donovan was waiting for a year. Because it was a Kickstarter, year. Thing. Yeah, Kickstarter yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, and if you it's, if you gave them like ninety nine bucks, you got you got one. Mm. Yeah, it's an e ink display. No, I know. Also. And I mean, it's just super crisp and clear, and you can you can yeah, design your own watch faces and stuff. Yeah, they just released the SDK about a month ago. I just love that you can have it in your you can have your phone in your pocket and interact with your phone and do all kinds of stuff. Right, get I your like text to, messages come to it. Yeah. Messages, everything but they have there. things that do that already. Even yes. the uh, Nike Fuel and the other yes. things do too. And even Jawbone makes a, a, yes. a bracelet. That yeah, I saw M three. Uh, I'm not yeah. supposed to call them. M3. Yeah, I saw Ohio Mike uh, yeah. had a Jawbone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Todd had one too. Yeah, but it doesn't read out. It doesn't show me my text messages, Dave. But there are things I don't even know do. what that thing does. It's There's just even regular wrist. watches that show in an LED. Why are you screen. pooping on my parade? Well, no, I just, <laughs> I just think there's something much better that's coming. There's and I, always, there's always going to be something oh, no, better. I mean, yeah. I mean, a sleeker design that does more. I just Eventually, think it looks you clunky. have to just buy something. I just think it looks clunky. When the people uh, like have the, so what do you call it, even the iPod Nano watches, I just think it looks clunky. Mike has one. I mean, I'm sure it's great, but I just think it looks So when I wear mine, you're just going to be looking at it with disdain. Clunky, well, not disdain. Watches. I'm just, you know, it's a neat idea. It's a neat concept, right. but you I'm going to be looking at it and waiting for you're the You're going to see it and you're going to want thing. it. It's, it's going like to be like an iPad. They've been around for a year. I mean, the, they've been, you've been able to see the videos of them for a year. Seen it. Have you held it? Remember, until I held the yeah, iPad in like my hand, I was so, de- I was dubious. I was like, eh, I don't get That's it. That's true, Dave. Eye. You were the same way. You're like, yeah, it, I don't know, iPad. And now you're on your second iPad. Let's make no, a note of this. Not the iPad 2013, Dave says the Pebble is not for him. No, yeah, and, and it isn't. And I, when ah. something else comes out that's better. But in and, a year when I finally get mine. <laughs> right. And when, when you, a year when you finally get yours and the Apple Watch comes I out know. at the same time. And, is, uh, you know, yeah. I just I just think it looks very Gen 1. That's right. all. And okay. I, so it, that's why I'm not. I'm willing to be part it. of Generation 1. I yeah. have been very excited about the Pebble, but I'm holding off because there is a possibility that Apple's going to come out with a watch. So I'm yeah. going to wait for that. Yeah. Anyway. Right, Not even right. Apple. I think they can make that one. Okay. All right. And I'm Brian. <laughs> Wait. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Tugs. I'm kidding. Uh, Tugs Ed, because I was Tug Ed. Uh, Tugs my my boyfriend, even though he doesn't listen. Um, the one thing, one person I did want to talk, and we've talked to him before, uh, is oh, Gregory. But the thing I've forgotten to do, Gregory in Indianapolis, yes. the thing that I, I don't think I've ever done is pimp his business. If you are in the Indianapolis, Indiana area, and you are looking for men's underwear, swimwear, even candles, which I ordered from him and he's sending them out to me. Oh. Um, stop by a store called Toolbox in the uh, in Toolbox Indie, I think it uh, is on Twitter, but Toolbox in um, Indianapolis, Indiana. It is a 
um, gay-friendly store. It is also size-friendly. So Lovely. They do have underwear in larger sizes and, you know, for uh, bigger boys, sexy underwear for bigger boys, too. Plus, the plus-size girls. The plus-size gals. Um, but, yes, I don't think I ever uh, pimped his business. So if you are in the Indianapolis area or planning to be so, plan on stopping by Toolbox in Indiana. So, for sure. Yes. That's it for me. All right. So I'm going to uh Jason. Um, my sister, my old roommate, Don, Josh, and JP. You should try to trick, Yay. I mean, convince Jason into coming to the podcast sometime. It was nice sitting at dinner and talking to him a little bit. A little bit of conversation we had over dinner. Yeah. So. I know that was the first time I think you guys really... Yeah, I never really sat. Talk. I've never really been in that close of a proximity to chit-chat. And he was so not feeling well either. Oh, he was sick? Yeah, he's... he's oh. Well, I'm not getting into it on the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um... That's it. That's it. You have Tugs. Oh, um, <laughs> Tugs to Mike because he's my boyfriend. My best friend. Right. You just happy birthday, Jake. And also because of that amazing video he did for my birthday, I was really touched and tickled. It was so cute. You haven't seen it yet? No, I don't know how I missed it, and he was even telling me about it that night, and I somehow have not seen it. I'll show you. Um, and to everybody who came to my birthday, thank you very much. To everybody who didn't come to my birthday but still wished me a happy birthday, you're welcome. <laughs> Brian just flipped me off. Nice. I, I started to, and then I took it back. Good, because he was going to say something snide, but then he no, I didn't. Say, I'm not going to say. It. You know what? People do something nice like that for me. I'm never going to say anything snide. <laughs> people who didn't. All right. Um, and uh, I think, oh god, there's people specifically, but I didn't write them down. So everybody that I have met in the past three weeks, um, I give a text to you too and get tested. <laughs> what? I don't know. Shut up. Uh, <clears throat> Oh, speaking of which, we you went to we that. went to Palm Springs uh, a couple weeks ago for Big Coachella, bash. Big Bash, I think it was Big Bash, Big Bash, Big Bash. Dun, dun, dun. But we'll have to talk about this on the next uh, the next podcast because what's Big Bash? It's a Big Bear thing. I'm it's assuming. a big chubby kind of guy thing. It was nice being kind of skinny for mm-hmm. once. Oh my god! <laughs> my god. So it was, so it was like Christmas and birthday to your boyfriend. Is it one of those things oh, where like, yes. when like everybody gets out of the pool, it's like ankle deep. Oh! <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Anyway, me. you know what? I, I I will talk about it the next one because um, I like big boys. There's a, there's another there's another big you boy thing that we are probably going to check out in next weekend when we're up in Bob's Big Boy for. Um, I do have a follow-up tug uh, because our friend Tim G from Baltimore, who sent us that, ama- he had that amazing post on our website. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be worthwhile to just maybe read it real quick because it's he got lots it of good stuff. He took it down okay. on the website. No, it's right here. Oh, on the, our blog. Yeah. Tim G says, hello, it's taken a while to um, get to writing, uh, and for this I apologize. A couple of topics from the last two episodes overlapped, and I'm not sure you even realized you were doing that. In 120, you talked about growing older, moving out of the bar and bear scene, and the changes in your lives. Then in 121, talking about the changes in the way people view marriage and the idea of living through an important moment in time. You are indeed living through an historic moment in the history of gay people. More importantly, you grew up in in an historic era in the history of gay people. A little background, I'm 59, and I didn't come out until I was 38. I did the whole straight marriage thing and stuck to that pretend existence from 1987 uh, through 1988. I'm sorry, and stuck to that pretend existence until 1987-88. Those were the years when AIDS was still a mystery, truly a plague. I couldn't watch people die while I stayed in my protective cocoon. That would that would have been an immoral and inexcusable. That would have been immoral and inexcusable. I found out why I will survive was the theme song for the '80s. 
This story might sound unreal now, but this is what gay men did. They pretended. They lived hidden lives. They met in video arcades or rest stops and had five-minute sex hoping the guy wasn't a cop or some slasher. Yeah, some of it was really hot, like that guy on the Jersey Turnpike with a dick as big as your forearm and and, and was a total bottom, but I digress. (laughs) <laughs> Going to an actual uh, gay bar was out of the question. You knew that you could get, uh, you, you knew that you could get to work on Monday and be called into the boss's office to hear you were seen coming out of, uh, ending with, and we uh, and we can't have that type of person working here. You know, we're seen going to a bar, and uh, you clean out your desk knowing you may never get another uh, good job because of this. It happened to me. It happened to several people I know. And those people all know several people it happened to. And those people, et cetera, et cetera. That's how the system worked. You were frightened into the closet. Given all of that, it makes sense that when liberation politics arose in the late 60s, gay men who could come out came out and with a vengeance. And it makes sense that the baths and back rooms became so important. Having gay sex and having it with no shame or remorse was truly a revolutionary act. This is why closing the baths in the 80s was such a big deal. It symbolically pushed everyone back into the closet. So you see, my young cubs, while you may have missed the wild sex, you get to go into work and not worry about where you may have, uh, I'm sorry, you get to go into work and not worry about where you may have been seen. You get to have sex on an actual bed indoors with the lights on, unless you're Dave. When you meet other guys. <laughs> I do it in, I have never had sex anywhere but indoors. When you meet other guys, you can get that their name the and don't. Oh. And don't have to remember them as that guy on the turnpike or that Greek guy who was really sweaty, but you could make him come using just your forefinger. <laughs> and when you meet the love of your life, you can tell him, I couldn't. Okay, enough chit-chat. You boys need a crash course in Homo History 101. Number one, if nothing else, watch How to Survive a Plague. This is true. This is real. I lived it and can attest to it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it now. Read and the band played on by Randy Schultz. The movie is fine, but the book is a fantastic read and you won't be able to put it down. It's unforgettable. Also by Randy Schultz, The Mayor of Castro Street, The Life and Times of Harvey Milk is a book and a documentary. The film is great, especially the pics of early, early pride parades in San Francisco. God, everybody was so skinny back then. Mm-hmm. Um, Faggots by Larry Kramer. Maybe the best novel about gay life pre-AIDS shows how much and how little has changed. Look for the juicy bits about the origin, original Marlboro Marl- Man. Um, mm-hmm. Five, Gay New York by George Chauncey. Gay culture before World War II. Fascinating. Tells us where we, where we as people come from, our naughty forefathers indeed. That's all for now, kids. The old man needs to refresh his cocktail. Love to you all. Tim G. from Baltimore. <laughs> that Thank was, you, Tim. That like, was... Maybe, I think the best... Comment email we've ever gotten. That was that, fantastic. Yeah, just a, well, but so like, cool to hear from like, him. Doesn't necessarily apply to our generation. It applies to the current maybe generation that well, they so have the aspects. Of I mean, it in terms of like us. knowing gay history. I mean, right, I have I think an idea we all of do. Stonewall, and I have an idea of Harvey Milk. But I mean, until I saw the Harvey Milk movie, I don't. I didn't really understand. Well, mm. actually, the documentary they had on um, HBO. Until I saw that, I didn't really know mm-hmm. what. That in, in detail, what that was all about, yeah. right? Yeah, and and, and and I mean, this email it makes me want. I mean, I definitely want to read these books because I I do feel like I don't know enough. You know, I sit here mm. and, and whine and bitch about being gay, but do I really know what it, you know? Right. Well, I think he's he's older than I am, but he came around out around the same year that I did, mm. so we saw a lot of the same things. I mean, I was a fireman for God's sake. I remember being on one of my first dates with a guy. We were driving through town. And the guy put his arm around me as I was driving, and one of the other guys from my house was in uh, in a car behind me. And I thought, oh my God, I don't want to tell this guy to take his arm off of me. And be all like, dude, I'm in the closet, get your arm off of me or whatever. But I don't want to get, you know, fucking beaten up or something at the firehouse if the guy in the car behind sure. me sees that or whatever. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Or, right. So, I mean, it, 
it wasn't easy for all of us. I mean, and that's and and that's how. It but was. that's the I think the point of what right, he's that's saying. Kind of right. The point. But I mean, yeah. But no. But he's. But I think he's also making the point that now it's like you now, don't have yeah. to worry about for a younger work, generation. You don't have to worry sure. about that. You know, yeah. even oh, when yeah. I first started getting into the workforce in the mm-hmm. early nineties, I was still worried about it. Yeah. You know, because it was faggot this, faggot that at work and all that yeah. stuff. But mm. by the time like the two thousands rolled around, I didn't worry about it anymore. Mm. I was like, I Yeah, I'm gay, whatever. You know? Yeah. I don't think this was written to us. No, no, no. no I think I, it was that's what I'm saying. Really to our apply to audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I feel like it it does apply to me audience. to an extent, yeah. but I also I got we, we got part of that because I mean I remember my boyfriend dropping me off at the house that I shared with my college roommates and being scared to death that they would realize that mm-hmm. why is Brian hanging out with this older guy in right. this muscle car? <laughs> you know, it's like they're gonna find out and you know, or walking in Hillcrest with my partner or right. being like, Oh my god, somebody's gonna know him. Well, yeah, that was yeah. what do you call it? A, a friend scary. of mine from my firehouse who was over at my house is like, Oh, can I sign to my uh, can I sign to AOL and check my email? I'm like, sure. So he sits down and goes, Whoa, what, what's this other screen name? What's wrestling cock fiend? You know, what's <laughs> you know, how do you spell that with seven letters? Or so I mean, it's just like what's what's Pinner? Who's that? And I'm like, oh, it was just something I'm. Uh, blah. I'm like, uh-huh. you know, and <laughs> and stuff like that. You know, terrified of that kind of yeah. stuff. So so we've all been through it. There was yeah. one thing that I learned recently, and I'll leave you on this before we go. Is that um, so? Yeah, marriage equality. That's definitely in the news, and we were talking about it earlier. There is one thing that I found out that people used to do before we could get married. Ask sex. Sorry. And that is to try to adopt one of your partners. So if you can adopt, <laughs> if you can adopt your partner, you can really? have your real dad. Then you can, you can actually have <laughs> oh, your, your brother. Dad. No, 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 wait. But then you have all the legal. Then you have uh, family, and you have all the legal. Yeah. Um, you can pass everything. Your property. You can pass yeah. your property on from mm. one to another. You can make decisions if the person's in the hospital and incapacitated, or whatever. You mm-hmm. get visitation rights. Are you going to adopt my... whatever else? No. That's so cute. I know. You guys already <laughs> look like father and son. <laughs> oh. Well, then you wish on a star oh. for him, and he showed that up would on be your porch cute, like Bam Bam Rebel. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And then I, I would have to worry about not being able to get, uh, look Mike up on Facebook because his last name would be Poland. So. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's wearing a diaper? Oh, man. Wait, what? Okay. Very and I'm Brian. Yeah. Goodbye, Brian. Brian. This is Dave. Bye, Goodbye, Dave. This is Justin. Goodbye, Bye, Justin. <laughs> I'm JP. Goodbye, Goodbye JP. JP. And we're uh, still Weird part of the internet. Where do we got out of? I know. It's been a long fucking week.